Welcome to the Imagine Talks podcast, achieving success, social impact, overcoming obstacles. I'm Stephen Chan. For today's episode, our guest is Melanie Wardena. Melanie Wardena is a career advisor for students at Built by Girls and a technical recruiter in the Silicon Valley. But while she thought she had figured out all the keys to success, her life took a turn when she experienced depression after unexpected heartbreak and career burnout. Melanie was able to overcome this dark period of her life through a challenging mental shift in her priorities, sources of validation, and perspective on life. Today, it is her mission to advocate for the power of positive thinking in order to lead a healthy and fulfilling life. Here is Melanie Wardena with Your Choice, Despair or Discovery. Good morning, everyone. Um, so today I will be taking you on my journey of self-discovery. Alrighty. So first, of course, understanding how one defines success. Second is how to identify positive and negative forces in your environment. And third, why things happen in your life. These are key lessons that have helped me. And hopefully that after today, they will be able to serve you too. It's the first day of fourth grade. A little girl, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to take on this new school. But let's be real, also terrified out of her mind. It's recess, and she suddenly hears snickering. Suddenly, a slap on her back. Reaching back, she grabs a note. Of course, it says, kick me, right? But she's stunned, crushed. Why? Don't worry about those other kids, she was told. You care too much about what other people think. And now, she's in college. Finally, so many friends, and she feels that she finally fits in. And the feeling of normalcy begins to become everything. She has all the right friends, is going to the right social events, feels that she has you know, the right clothes and everything else like that. And this desire to be wanted, to be needed, external validation, it just takes over. Now she's graduated. Two years out of school and everything is going right. Her social life is great, she's working hard on her career, and preparations for a big competition are going smoothly. But suddenly, it's all wrong. A breakup that she can't seem to get over. Tech startup life has burned her out, and she loses the competition that she entered. Everything that she had poured her heart and soul into was no longer giving her that satisfaction that it once had. Life was put on pause, wasting time on things that just simply didn't matter, anything to get her mind off of what caused her heart to ache. But what was different? Her friends and family couldn't figure it out, and neither could she. So one day, she pulled out an old journal, and reflecting, she wrote and wrote until all of her thoughts were poured out onto the pages. Reading the back, it said, you should have done this, or this would have never happened if that on and on, and she realized how negative she'd become, and that wasn't her at all. Now, in case you uh, didn't notice by all the photos of my face, that girl was me. It was in this moment of self-reflection that led me to an understanding. Only I could get myself out of the mess that I had originally gotten myself into. Only I had put all of my validation into external factors that I couldn't control. As a child, I wanted so badly to fit in that I didn't speak my mind, I didn't let others really get to know me 
because I was terrified that they wouldn't like who they saw inside. And as an adult, I began achieving different things that I wanted in life, my goals, but as I grew more confident in my actions, I still remained afraid inside. I became a perfectionist, worried of failure. But it was only at this moment that I really felt like a failure. But of course, thinking this wasn't getting me any closer to relieving this constant anxiety. I realized that I needed to move away completely from the self-deprecation and despair. And once I understood this is when I began the journey of self-discovery. And here are the key lessons that I learned along the way. Number one, feelings of failure are created by your definition of success. How do you define success? Is it by having a certain job title? By making a certain amount of money? Is it maybe just simply fulfilling what you think society expects of you? How you define success defines how you define failure. Sounds simple, right? But it's not something that we often think about. When I was in college, I had a friend that I looked up to immensely. She was like a big sister to me, and subconsciously there was this pressure to be just like her. She had you know, a long-term boyfriend, she was strong academically, and she was also very popular. But here's the catch, complete opposites. She was very easygoing at her core, and of course, as you can tell from what I shared so far, I was not. I was very, very anxious, still trying to figure out who I was, but also not really having a sense of what I wanted to be. Essentially, I was trying to score the same goals that she had, but we weren't even playing the same game. One of the most important things to keep in mind is that when you are defining or redefining success, you need to take a good hard look at where you're starting from because only then can you understand your own personal finish line and not get distracted by other people's finish lines. And once you have this, it will result in a much stronger sense of success for yourself. Number two, learn to identify the positive and negatives in your world. This includes internal and also external forces as they are linked very closely together. Whatever happens to you out in the world and how you deal with it, ultimately determines the outcome of your life. As a young adult, I believed that if I worked hard, I would gain the recognition and of course this personal growth that I was looking for. But as soon as I started my professional career, I realized that this was not necessarily true. I had a manager at work who really just had their own personal agenda. They weren't there to help the team succeed or grow and it really just caused discontent within the entire team. Without much professional experience in me, I was unable to recognize this at first and simply followed their direction because they were my manager. And this led me to develop imposter syndrome, which is defined as the feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. I began to question my own value and worth in the company. And every fiber in my body though, told me that something just wasn't right. Between the toxic rumors and the insecure comments made on my performance, it just made me realize that I wasn't sure about myself as a growing professional at all, and I questioned my worth about that. And these lead to internal factors that can affect a person's growth. I had still lacked now, at this point, the reference points to know if my instincts and that gut feeling were valid or not. And because I didn't have a strong foundation inside of me, what I was exposed to externally eventually became my internal reality. And it wasn't until later that I learned 
I could actually consciously separate these two worlds simply by choosing to. Now the core of this lesson, of course, is that you must start by first learning to identify the positive and negatives in your life. And sometimes, honestly, it's not that easy. Now externally, focus all your time on those positives and let them develop and grow you. With the negatives, get rid of them as fast as you can because they're not gonna help you out. And internally, cultivate your internal strengths. Ensure that your positive emotions are what guide your core values and principles and toss those negative energies. You don't need them. And number three, again, everything does happen for a reason. A little cliche, I know, you've probably heard it a hundred times before, but it's so important. Every outcome, whether it is or isn't what you've hoped for, teaches you a lesson. And if you didn't end up with the same results and really just be able to hit your goals the first time, you simply learned what not to do next time. So how did this really sink in for me? Pageants. When I was in college in 2014, I was recruited to the Miss Asia Sacramento pageant. And out of 25 girls, I actually ended up getting first runner up and best in fitness, which was so surprising to me and probably my family as well. <laughs> we had no idea that I would actually be able to even get a title at all. Um, this is really what began my growing curiosity and confidence in the pageant world. In 2018, I was recruited to the Miss Asian Global Pageant. I was more mature, I was experienced, and I was ready to go all in. So I did. I prepared for months. I did everything I thought I was supposed to do. But on pageant night, the moment of truth, I got nothing. I didn't get first runner-up. I didn't get best in fitness. Nothing. And it was devastating. Everything that I had worked so hard for earned me what I, at least I thought at the time was really nothing. Coinciding with the timing of this tough breakup and also the toxic work culture that I had been in, I really just ended up in a state of depression. And at this point, it was also key to know that I had yet to master separating those internal influences from affecting how I felt inside. But through help from family, friends, and my own personal development and growth, I was able to process everything and get my life back on track. But this time, I had processed it and learned from everything I had gone through in those months before. Now in July 2019, just this last year, I was offered the opportunity to compete in the Miss Asian Global Pageant again. But this time, I had a stronger sense of self and I knew how to enjoy the journey and not just focus on that end goal. I learned from my experiences and strengthened any points that I felt were weak from the year before. And at the end, I came out as the new Miss Asian America. So without these experiences that I had in 2018, no matter how terrible I felt they were at the time, this would not have ended up with the same results. We all have our goals and dreams, but when and where they happen is not always in your control. Remember, everything does happen for a reason. And as long as you do remember this, you will never lose an opportunity to grow. So to sum it up, again, these three core lessons is what really helped me out with my journey of self-discovery. First, you must wish to understand how to define success for your life Know who you are and where you're starting from. Your finish line will be much more clear. Second, you must identify the negative and positive forces in your life. 
Surround yourself with the positives and make sure you just absolutely get rid of those negative things. But of course, there is the external and the internal. So start with yourself. And once your internal voice is louder than all of those external voices, that is when you have truly mastered yourself. And the third, everything happens for a reason. If you didn't get the promotion you wanted or the results you wanted on an exam, just know that it plays into the greater your maximum potential. So thank you for allowing me to share my story. Although life can be difficult, it is how we deal with these struggles that determines our outcome in life. So I'll leave it to you, your choice. Will you remain in despair or will you begin your road to self-discovery? Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode with Melanie Wardena. To learn more about Imagine Talks, go to www.imaginetalks.org. Edge Interns and Mental Power Hacks supports this podcast. Edge Interns sources the best interns to the best companies. Learn more at E-D-G-E. That's edgeinterns.com. Mental Power Hacks is where you'll get life hacks to boost your mental performance, productivity, and success. Connect at mentalpowerhacks.com. Subscribe to us and get the latest episodes of Imagine Talks podcast, Achieving Success, Social Impact, Overcoming Obstacles. See you next episode.